Welcome to Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus, a salty, slightly cynical account of epilepsy and neurological disorders, the synaptic jolts that short-circuit one's world, and a search for answers in efforts to rewire the mind and create a new life. Oh, and a whole lot of tangents. And now, Seizure Salad with your host and electrostatic meat sack, Micah B. You don't remember how the hell you ended up in doors. You're finding the maximum balance between seizure control and um, life quality. True. I mean, there are a lot of people that have been, they use a lot of seizure control as in like diet and exercise. And, you know, some people find their niche and that helps them out a little bit. And I think, you know, it's, it's a matter of how you react to your disorder and you taking your meds at the same time. It's kind of a mixture of both. You're going to need, you know, both to keep going. So might as well try to make the best out of everything. You know, I mean, that's just the way I kind of see it. I'm going to be on probably Kepra for a while until they, you know, either I run out or they go ahead and see me after this COVID stuff's over. So I just got to live with the side effects from that. And most of that is just like a little bit of anger and aggression, you know? Um, But other than that, I mean, it's not too, too bad. So it's something I can live with, I can deal with and we can, you know, work with it. So I'm, I'm kind of happy on this right now. I didn't, I don't want to change meds. I don't want to be put on other ones. You know, um, I'm tired of that. I've been through that this whole time, even before with all my pain and all my, you know, I, all the broken bones I've had, the joints, you know, the joint pain and everything. And the misdiagnosis with the narcolepsy you know i've been a guinea pig for all kinds of medications and now my body's just like nope no more we're not doing it anymore oh and and you know what in your circumstance i completely understand dude i completely understand um i mean yours your little misadventure started 2017 right yeah right around there you you had a two plus year head start on me on this shit dude yeah but look how awesome you're doing with yours you know i mean it i i see i don't i, I see minus, i'm very a, happy to see that though thank you thank you i i i show the good parts <laughs> <laughs> yes sir of course i don't always show the bad parts you know you don't see me flopping halfway off of the bed on the floor, tongue bleeding, shit like that. Yeah. Um, hasn't happened in a month. Almost happened the other day. Um, boy, the good boy in me should report that to my doctor. You know, you can just, in a way, just kind of tell him it was kind of like you felt maybe some kind of aura but it had gone away. You know, that's the way I see when I feel like that. It was an event, but I don't feel it was a seizure. It does, doesn't it, though? When you get into the sleep studies, it becomes this language. It's like all of a sudden the seizures become like, I had like an event. It wasn't a full-on seizure, but it was an event. And shit, like I had a lot of events where like, lot of visual shit for me like this clock inverted at one point and like during one of my aura seizures like it it was crazy it was it was awesome um oh wow it was real kind of salvador dolly meets i don't know pink floyd 
bam, bam, bam. Um, and, uh, you know, that, that wasn't a seizure. Um, and it wasn't extreme enough to be an episode. An episode is between a seizure and an event. An event is any one of those, whoa, my stomach felt weird for no, no reason. Yeah, maybe the fucking crouton you ate with your seizure see I want to say Caesar salad with your Caesar salad finally came up. Maybe it was that fucking sardine, dude. Right. And, and that's the thing. You have to you have to learn this language at the same time too, because vent or was it an aura or what was it? You know, and you try to explain yourself a little bit. And so I found myself making up words for these things, you know. You know that trippy thing that just happened? Yeah, well that happened today and this is the you know and and now I felt sick, but I was okay. So it wasn't an event, but it was still, I was sick. I wasn't myself, you know? So how do I report that to you? You know, <laughs> it becomes, you know, writing your own dialogue to speak with these doctors about it because. Oh, oh, totally. Totally. I really, I started keeping a diary for the first time since the fucking eighties. Nope. Well, no. When I hiked the Colorado Trail with Matt, I kept a journal. That was the last time I kept a journal. But now I decided because here's the deal. Here's the deal. With uh, your case, there is a chance you will be able to get in and get some answers and maybe even get some solutions, hard solutions. You are at that age of where the neurosurgeons consider you still have enough plasticity in your brain and your, you know, um, apparently, apparently a 48 year old does not have as much plasticity. He has no idea who he's really talking to, but I'm, I'm going to set that aside for now. Um, they, so the fact that what I kind of really wanted isn't going to happen, I have to figure out a way to like keep taking pharmaceuticals. Um, I'm going to figure out a way to wean myself off this shit. I'm going to figure out a way to get off it. Whether or not I have a surgery, I don't know. But over the next, um, what should we say? I'm going to say over the next seven years over the next seven years i will get off of pharmaceuticals and i will be seizure free at the same time <laughs> surgery yeah, i'm with you on that one brother i i'm with you on that you know having having that much faith into it and you know that much belief in yourself that you can i i think you can accomplish it man i mean there's there's plenty other ways. And, and, you know, I mean, I'd be down to do this, the thing myself too. You know, I mean, I'm 27. Yeah. Surgery is okay. But also too, my, my, uh, one of my foster moms had, had brought it up that, you know, the same surgeries that they're also offering, offering me are the same things that they took away from the psych wards and stuff like that. You know, you think about uh, it and you have, minute, okay, minute, they're removing minute, part of the brain. Wait a minute. What kind of surgeries are they offering you is my question. Because, see, I've ex- you heard about the surgeries 
I was talking about. UC Health has like they've got world renowned like pew 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 like running lasers into your skull and doing some really cool 3D like like don't even cut your head open shit, you know? And they can really and they can zap stuff out of your if yeah, that's one of the things my neurosurgeon was really hoping for was if um, the uh, origin of the seizures were close to the surface, what they can do is they string a little fiber optic cable right up behind your ear. And they don't even have to pierce bone. They go in between your jaw and your skull and they go thread up and it goes in between your skull and your brain. And it goes, and there's a tiny little camera area and a tiny little laser at the end of this fiber optic tube. And they can see where it is. And the uh, they, they locate the spot and bam, the laser blows the thing out of existence. And all the waste just dissipates into the bloodstream and goes out the system. And bam, there is a pretty good over a 70% chance usually that you're going to fix the problem. Yeah. And see, I understand that. Like, eh, but I, I believe this is what, what they were UC talking Health about in Denver. They're like, they're like, they're pretty well funded and they're pretty big. And that's where most, most all of us in Colorado who have neurological con- conditions go there. And if shit gets serious or if they try and push you to do something you don't want to do, we might be able to figure out a way, um, get you up, talk to a few people up here. I don't know. Is it, is it within my coverage? Is it in my coverage, Governor? I fucking hate insurance, dude. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I'm on, I'm on state insurance, you know, and that's the yeah. hardest part. But they do, they do, you know, sometimes do that. I mean, I've been referred to rheumatologists over in um, – phoenix area and that that would accept my medicaid um so i mean i'm pretty sure there's plenty ways around it and there's it seems like you guys have a lot more cleaner options i believe it was kind of the same process but what my mom was trying to explain was more like you know back in the day they used to cut people's you know okay frontal lobes out and (laughs) you're getting you're getting to what kind of surgeries you were talking about yeah yes explain those please these are great and, and well, they're, you know, they're talking about removing part of the frontal lobe. And yes. she was like, well, they used to do that to, you know, the psych patients all the time too. Uh, back in the day, they used to cut them off and it just like takes your personality away completely, like memories, you know, a bunch of stuff that just goes wrong. And then she also says, and then not to mention too, yeah, that little pacemaker for your brain, she's all, it's the same as electroshock. You know, I mean, I'm I'm not putting her down for it. I'm trying to sit here and say, like, she makes kind of a lot of sense in a way. You know, I mean, they are using electroshock therapy on my brain if they're doing that. You make a good point on that. I hadn't thought about it that way. But you are, yeah, they are kind of, it is kind of like an electroshock. And it's almost like a preemptive electric shock. Yeah. It's kind of, you know, I mean, of course, it's not like the old, wet sponges on the two little rods and they just stick them to your temples. You know, I mean, of course it's not like that kind of voltage, but still it's like in a way the same, bringing back the old school electroshock therapy and bringing it in in kind of a modern way and like letting it just kind of 
I don't even know how to say it because those are pretty predictive. You know, it's pretty high technology. It's pretty up there, you know, and they're pretty predictive. So it can almost predict you're having one and then shock you. Like you said, preemptive, you know. Now, now, and and as 1984 as, as your aunt is sounding, and I, I kind of agree with her in this. This is technology that can be abused in, in multiple fucking ways. Um, but at the same time, I can totally see why it's it's a choice of the neurosurgeon in the sense of let's say that let's say that the Depakote doesn't work and I keep seizing and I can't stop seizing and, and nothing ends I mean, I go the next two, three years and I still shit's just awful. And because it's deep brain, they don't find any temporal activity of the origin. Um they have one that is almost like a sensorometer. And when it senses a certain level of activity, it sends a shock out to Hmm. counter it. So it doesn't send out a regular pulse like like some of the other ones do. A lot of the other ones do that. Um, This one's one's almost like... (laughs) I hate this. No, I'm going to use this analogy because why not? Um, <laughs> it's just like the it's just like the toilet thing in the back of the toilet that raises and raises and raises, and once that the tank in the back of the toilet is full, it stops. Well, this is the opposite. It's like the electricity goes and goes and goes, and once it hits the certain level and hits that trigger, then all of a sudden it's like. Zip it and zaps everything to bring it level again so see and that i can see like a little bit more easier on working you know uh just being honest just because the way it's say like my seizures hit me it's almost like i feel that rush of electrical charge my my brain just like starts running like um, they, i could be sitting there calm for you where do they start for you man? This is to my sick kids. Time to flip this shit. Depakote, Adderall, Ritalin, Pixie Sticks. I don't give a fuck what you're riding to the setting sun. Use it as a weapon when it's said and done. It's all too much. Seizure Salad, Fuster Cluck Epilepticus is produced and hosted by Michael Ball. The song Seizure Boy, courtesy of Watsky, and used with permission. Find more great music and poetry on his website, georgewatsky.com. Original logo painting by Brent Olson of Olson Studios. Follow our podcast, like our Facebook page. Whatever floats your boat, just keep listening. And join us again soon for another episode of Seizure Salad. Until then, remember to unexpect the expected and that it's all in your head. Take a minute to the whip and then I'm gonna mash on gas. Cause I'll be crashing that impasse with that ass syntax. Skinny motherfucker off a bucket of slim fast.